there is something powerful at play in the gospel we hear proclaimed this morning. Something truly wonderful, not only for a man who had been born blind, but also for the disciples who witnessed it and for us who hear it. There was, as we heard, a man born blind who just happened to be sitting there and the disciples of Jesus saw him and asked what would have been an interesting question even then. Who sinned, this man or his parents, for him to be born blind? It was the understanding of the way things worked in the day. Obviously, for this man to have been born blind, someone must have sinned at some point. This was a, a punishment from God. But Jesus basically says, no, that's not the way it works. And so he initiates contact with the man, just as he initiated contact with the Samaritan woman in last week's gospel. He initiated a very intimate contact through the use of spittle. I'm not sure you can get much more intimate than that. Placing it on the man's eyes, telling him to go and to wash, and we know what happens then. The man does exactly that. He goes, he washes, and all of a sudden his sight is restored to him. But that's not where the story ends. Jesus has done this, done this without being asked, without being begged by the man, but so that the glory of God might be revealed in the life of that man and as an example for all of us. That's why we hear this reading during year A and why we hear it every time we celebrate the scrutinies as we do for Donald, our elect, this morning. It's about the journey of faith of the man who had been born blind and who had been healed by Jesus. He goes through a very intense interrogation the hands of neighbors and friends and the hands of the Pharisees and officials of the temple, almost trying to get him to say what they wanted to him to say, that to deny the very action of God in his life as presented by this man called Jesus. But he couldn't. He couldn't deny what had happened. He couldn't deny the reality of what he had experienced. He knew he was blind, but now he can see and the only thing that had happened was that interaction with Jesus, who had put something on his eyes, told him to go and wash, and now I can see. He had been restored not just to physical sight, but to an understanding of something much more profound. He had been exposed to the very action of God in his life through the person of Jesus, and so he comes and struggles, and eventually he gets to the point where he realizes that even though he's been driven away by the Pharisees and scribes, he couldn't stay there anyway, because he couldn't do what they wanted him to do. He had to proclaim the truth as he had experienced it, the truth that was the fact that now he could see that he understood that the actions of Jesus Christ in his life was something profound and wonderful. And so it is for Donald as we come this morning to celebrate the second scrutiny with him. Donald would not be here unless he had first encountered Jesus in some way and realized that there was something he could no longer deny. 
something that he could no longer say that doesn't exist. And having had that conversation with Donald, I know it to be true. We come here this morning, we recognize that for the young man born blind and for Donald, they have encountered Christ and their life has been forever changed. No longer do they live in darkness, now they live and walk in the light of Jesus Christ. And so it is that we celebrate on this day. But of course, that journey is not without its trials and tribulations, as we all know. But it is our journey. The journey we are called to recognize that God has interacted with us. God has entered our lives in the person of Jesus Christ and has done wonderful things and has brought us from darkness into the light of Christ and we are called to walk in that light.